People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This podcast, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, is really all about this black cloud that has followed me my entire life. The issues that I always have and possibly those that you can relate to. Now, if it's something that you need serious professional help, I'm going to send you to my buddy, Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling. If you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, he's got three different locations, right? In East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, which is right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia. But he does the virtual sessions, so you can get a hold of Dr. David Markwell at any point in time. I don't care where you're at. Reach out to him at markwelltherapy.com. I've known David for a very long time. He's a great guy. He's not your stereotypical, you-know-what, shrink type of guy. This dude really cares, and he knows his stuff, and he can help you out. He can do wonders, right? So uh, there are 10 therapists who work at Ridgeline Counseling. They can assist with a wide variety of behavioral uh, health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, uh, trauma, substance abuse, just you name it, you got an issue. You know, look, you got to talk to somebody, right? You can talk to me if you want, but why don't you go to a pro like Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling? You know, this day and age, it's not keeping it a secret anymore. You need to tell somebody so you can get the help that you need. Like I said, they offer personal and virtual sessions. Dr. David Markwell is here in Georgia, but he's got the virtual session, so he can help you out anywhere. MarkwellTherapy.com and Dr. David Markwell, we thank you for sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You want to keep those looky-loos out of your face when you're driving down the road or even in your house or just want to block the sun. If you're in the Atlanta area, top hat window tinting, uh, they're remarkable. I got to tell you, I not only used them for my daughter's new car, she turned 16, right? But also for my man room, uh, because during football season, that uh, four o'clock game, man, that sun sets right in the perfect position to drive me absolutely nuts. So I needed a nice dark tint, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I mean, real pros, these guys, at Top Hat Window Tinting. So two front doors starting at 125 if you're doing it for your car. Full vehicle starting at 275 You're going to add style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Mobile services available. That's what they did. They just rolled right up to my house and did it. Residential and commercial uh, free in-home consultations. That's where it all started with Top Hat Window Tinting. Actually, I found them on the Instagram, right? Uh, again, if you're in the Atlanta area, tophattint.com, 678-761-2360. When you call them, you say that you heard it on Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast and you want to get your stuff tinted, and they'll take good care of you. Again, tophattint.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This would be episode 36, 36 weeks. Divide that by four mathematicians, and that's how long this podcast has been in the world. It's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jason Bailey. There is Mexico Nate. Hi, Mexico Nate. Hola. Hola. Como esta usted? Nate joining us from the sandy, sunny beaches of, where are you at again? Playa del Carmen. Paul who? Playa del Carmen. Oh, they said Paul something. No, it means the beach of Carmen or Carmen's beach. Who's Carmen? 
I don't know. Probably some lady used to live here. Don't you think you should know who Carmen is if you're on her <laughs> beach every day? <laughs> I live in this area. It's like, it's I can't remember the first name. It's like Guerrera. And I just looked him up today, and it's like it was a sailor that was captured by Mayan uh, natives when he was sailing here and held held as a slave or something. I was like, oh, okay, good to know. They all got weird like history. Like in Tampa, you know, they have Gasparilla, which is a celebration of the pirates coming over and raping and pillaging. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like, oh, this is not nothing to celebrate. It's the weirdest. So, uh, living in Mexico, everything good so far? So good. Yeah, it's going good. We um, see. I found a a bottle shop that has some some good um, higher ABV beers. So we took a taxi out there the other day, and then went to the beach. And uh, we've been looking for a new apartment. Just found one, so we're signing a, a lease tomorrow. Is your apartment in Mexico bigger than your apartment in Atlanta? Uh, no, we had, uh, another bedroom and our one in Atlanta. Um, this is just a one bedroom, but it is maybe more than a little more than half the cost. Yeah. It's, I know you told me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And utilities included. So that's nice. Uh, I mean, when you tell me how much you spend per month, it makes me want to move to Mexico. I mean, I could, I could literally do nothing because I'm a pack rat with money and I've just saved my entire life. I could move to Mexico and not work for probably 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And by that time I'll be 70 and then I'll just die. Yeah. A lot of Europeans just, they just, uh, I don't know if they quit their jobs or they just have so much vacation. They, they come here, uh, after Christmas or after New Year's and then just live here for like three months. So why, why the hell do Mexicans come to America when it's so damn expensive when they could stay home, when everything's so cheap, I don't know. I think the ones that are coming are, are looking for jobs because um, you know there's a lot of jobs that you know Americans don't want to do that they'll they're willing to do and they're hard workers and they're good at it. So I think they're just looking for any kind of income. Yeah, and they send the money back and live large back home, and all yeah. they have to do is hop a wall, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I understand. Uh, all right, so uh, well, I'm glad you're doing well. It's good to talk to you. We don't talk as much as we did when you lived here in town because I guess you don't have a cell phone, correct? Or you do, but it. what's the deal with that? You you can't talk to people? You can't text? How does that work? No, I'm kind of in between right now because I uh, – it's kind of a long story, but I had to sign up for like a month worth of Verizon before I left, um, so I'm just waiting for that to run out so I can switch over to a, a Mexican number so then I'll have better service. But for right now, it's uh, I'm basically just on Wi-Fi right now. Hmm. So so like if I'm out and about, um, I just I can't do like social media and text and talk and stuff like that until I'm back on Wi-Fi. So but most restaurants and, and places have it. But if I'm walking around, I, I don't have service. Hmm. Yeah. So is it just because you don't want to pay a fee or something? No, just just the way I had to port my number over. I had to. Uh, uh, get just one month of Verizon service just to have it when I come down here. But Verizon doesn't have, they have service down here, but it's just kind of, it's not for long term. It's just, you know, if you're going on vacation, it's going to work for you. But if you're going to live here, it's, it's, you, you want, you know, a Mexican number. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to sign up for a month of Verizon before I left so I could port my number over to Google Voice. And then, um, but now I don't want to get two services at once and pay double. So I'm just kind of waiting for that month to run out. And then I'll get a, a Mexican number, and then everything will work fine. Well, I would have paid for your service, even have double service, just so I could talk to you. 
Um, that would have been my my gift to you as you moved to Mexico. <laughs> the gift of talk. The gift of the gift of sell. <laughs> have you have you had to uh, dig into the the medical uh, field there? Like, do they have docking boxes or stuff like that? That's what I would worry about. Not like the you know, I mean, the medicine in the United States obviously high tech, and we got all the doctors and stuff, but it, it can be a real pain in the dick, right? But in Mexico, is there CVSs and Walgreens and all that shit? Yeah, there's like a little pharmacy on every corner. The great thing is a lot of the just kind of, you know, short doctor visits that you might do in the United States. You got to pay your copay and then your your prescription, stuff like that. You don't have to do here because they sell, you know, Z-Packs and stuff like that just over the counter. Really? Um, yeah. Is it illegal for you to send me that stuff in the mail? Probably. Yeah, I think so. I brought it back before, uh, like if you're flying or whatever. So whenever you guys come to visit, you could stock up on Z-Packs and bring them back. I think that's illegal, too. Probably. Pr- pretty sure, it, yeah. But if it's just in your you know, your carry-on or, or in your um, toiletry bag, you know, they don't really care. I'll hide it in my bag of gummies. Yeah. <laughs> bring it back. Yeah. So that you can't catch me with both. <laughs> you can only that's catch right. me with one. I, I got, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast or not. It's like whenever we do these podcasts or when we catch, when we catch up. So I, and I forget cause I have such a short term memory. This isn't necessarily my black cloud. I have a different black cloud story for this week, but, uh, I, I, I got really freaked out. Um, health wise like with our friend passing of colon cancer did we talk about that in last episode no i think we talked off off air with it off air off off cast oh yeah well yeah whatever you yeah, off cast i guess <laughs> so nate and i had uh, a, a mutual friend of ours just such a beautiful person she's such a beautiful woman inside and out her husband was amazing her family was amazing just everything about her like god really screwed up with taking her and and she dies of a very young age. She was in her early 50s, but she looked like she was 28. And she did everything right. And she dies of colon cancer, from what I understand, from what I gathered, from what I've been told. And it crushed me. It, it really, I mean, I wasn't very close to them even when we lived in Orlando. Uh, I was kind of close with her husband. Like, you know, her husband was on the adventure, uh, the Legend of Bullet Shark you know, video. He's the one that oh, actually, yeah, that's right. he's the one that caught the shark. Yeah. You know, every time I tell that story, I leave him out and say that I caught it but, because nobody knows who he is, but he's actually the one that caught the shark. I had just handed over the rod to Joey and he had caught the shark. And then the nine foot thresher shark comes up to the boat and I end up shooting it in the head with my gun and it does nothing. Then it flips out. And the whole time you're up on the tuna tower videotaping and the shark is somewhere in the Atlantic with a bullet in its head, the legend of bullet shark. Yeah. So uh, they were just great people. Anyway, when I found out she had passed, I didn't even know she was sick. It freaked me out. It really, really did. And I'm like, okay, I'm 46. What am I supposed to do at 46? You know, other than, you know, I'm a fairly healthy guy. I'm actually probably really healthy, uh, very active. I'm doing all the right things, but I, I need to get these things checked out. So I made an appointment to go to my doctor. And I said to, she goes, so, you know, why are you here, Jason? And I go, I, I really, there's a bunch of things I just want you to check. And she goes, okay. And she grabs her pen and paper. And I said, can you check my prostate, my colon? I've got these heart palpitations that are getting worse. And also I see that sign up there. I didn't have that in mind when I got here. But now that I see it, go ahead and throw in a flu shot, would you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me like, the package. <laughs> give, me the, give me the whole package. And she's like, 
Okay, let's slow down for a second. These are all, you know, good things to check, but let's talk about each individual one. And she goes, as far as the prostate, she's like, have you ever had it? She goes, start asking me questions. Are you having problems, you know, peeing and this and this and that? And I said, actually, you know what? I had my prostate checked a couple of years ago. I went to the urologist when I had problems pissing. And now she tells me I got to squeegee my junk. And she went up in my butt versus checking out my ding dong. And I thought that was weird. So I guess that she was, she was doing, she's like, yeah, she's absolutely checking out your prostate. She goes, we'll draw some blood without going, how did she put it? Checking rectally. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a plus. You know, I was all prepared for it too. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. So they, they, they checked my blood for that. That's cool. The colon cancer is what our friend passed of. And that's, what's really freaking me out. Cause it's such a silent killer. I've been doing all this research on it. And by the time most people learn about it, they, it's too late, unfortunately, yeah. you know? Um, so, and then I find out my neighbor, uh, it came back. He, he thought he was clear and now he's in chemo again. He has been for the last six months and I just found this out. Such a horrible neighbor. So she goes, okay, well, usually you wait until you're 50 in order to, uh, have a colonoscopy. And she goes, you're, st- you're still too young. She goes, but there are other ways with the advancement of technology and, you know, all that stuff that we can get an understanding, you know, and if we have to have a colonoscopy, I said, okay, great. And she goes, have you ever heard of, I thought she said color guard, color guard. And I go, mm, like the girls with the flags of the school. And she was like, like, this is going to get weirder. She starts marching in a bunch of high school girls to check my prostate or my colon or whatever. They all come in with these weird surgical gloves on. I was like, weird. So she goes, uh, they're going to send it to you in the mail. And then just just follow the instructions. I have no idea what she's talking about. I just kind of played along with it. So she goes, you might want to call your um, insurance company to see if they cover it for free. You know, if not, it can be fairly pricey. I'm like, well, fuck, what is this thing? So I get home that day and I called up my insurance company. And uh, believe it or not, as shitty as uh, our insurance is, and Nate, you had it for a minute, yeah, uh, their customer service is remarkable. Like this lady was the sweetest, nicest person in the world. And I said, ma'am, uh, just checking to see if, if Cigna covers a color guard. And she goes, a color guard. I said, yeah, color guard. She goes, well, what's that? I said, I don't know. You're, you know, not for nothing, but you know, you're the insurance chick. Shouldn't you know yeah. what a color guard is? And she goes, uh, no, do you have any more information? I said, hold on. I've, I've got the prescription thing here. I said, Oh, I'm sorry. It's colon guard. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 10 minutes trying to figure out if Cigna colors a color covers a color guard. It's a colon guard. And what, and so I watched this instructional video. I highly suggest Nate, uh, after we're done doing this podcast today, go to YouTube or just to Google and search for colon guard instructions. Okay. okay. You'll laugh your ass off. Right. It's got the play by play. It's a box. And you know, I'm weird about talking about bathroom stuff, right? Right. It's a box in the box. The box is lined with this medical grade Ziploc bag. And in that there's a canister. There's this plastic contraption. There's uh, a bottle of solution. And then there's a tube that's got uh, a little poker thing that you pull out. That's got solution in it. What you do is you you put the this this gimmick thing looks like a for potty training kids underneath the toilet seat. 
you put the bat the, this container in that you go number you, you go to the bathroom right in the container you got to make sure you're in the container container and this is really embarrassing because i'm i'm weird about this stuff even after 10 years of being with my wife we still don't talk about these kind of things and so i've got this box on the kitchen counter and i've got to explain to her what it is because it's medical right you know so i got to be a grown-up about this and she's like okay would I, I know nothing's in it right now, but do you mind moving it off of the counter? <laughs> and then she goes you to like mail it in. Well, hold on. She goes, when you're done, can you not put it in the Frigidaire in the garage either? Can you find another place for it? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. So you, you, you use the restroom in the container, you pour the solution or you take the, the, the tube thing, you scrape, you put that in the tube, then you pour the solution and then you, you wrap it up and you label it and you box it up and it's got the shipping label and you ship it back. But I did this on, on Sunday and I, I, I shipped it off on Monday. So I didn't know what to do with the box. You know, I mean, I know it's medical and it's contained and it's all, you know, I shouldn't be weird about it too much, but I'm like, it's still really gross. You know I mean? We both know what's in the box, you know. I mean, like, yeah. Did you did you happen to watch SNL this weekend? I did not. No. Okay. You should you should watch it. There's a skit on it actually about this exact same thing, and they do a parody of a an infomercial where they're trying to get you to use this service where you send in your your sample in the mail, and they're, they're like, I know a lot of people are probably worried that we're gonna mess around with it, but it's totally <laughs> safe. We're not gonna play around with your sample. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, very relevant. You should watch it. It's a good chance. So I put it in my truck overnight and it just sat there, but it was in a container. I mean, it's not like it's grossy gross or anything like that, but it was just weird. Like I go to work the next morning with it in my truck and I have never wanted to go to the UPS store as fast as I've ever wanted to go when I had that (laughs) box in my truck and I put it in the front seat. So to make sure I did not forget that I had it and, uh, and so I get to the UPS store and I'm like, do I tell them what's in it? You know? yeah. <laughs> I can't ship beer, but you can ship duty. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that a conversation that I'm supposed to have with this guy? And unfortunately I can't tell the story on the radio because I'm weird about it. And I, 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 I'm just not a fan of talking about this stuff and, and definitely in morning drive and people don't want to hear it. It's funny. It's not too immature, but. And, and it's even funny to me, and I'm weird about this stuff, but it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was like one of those weird things. All right, let me get to my black cloud. Um, we got to thank Chef Erica Nicole Day, Nate. Do you know who Chef Erica Nicole Day is? I do not. She loves the podcast. She's decided to advertise with the podcast, and she's an amazing private chef. She's an experienced culinary, which is a great word. You want to say it? culinary there you go medicine consultant and private chef with medical and high-end restaurant background she's available for consulting on meal planning for weight loss helps out the medical conditions that you or someone you know might have uh, or strict macros for bodybuilding fitness training i was talking with chef erica nicole day on the phone and what she does is she does these um pre uh th- these already prepackaged meals but she's cooking them it's not like some from a processed plant or something i mean she knows her stuff and she's you know she's got a lot of bodybuilders like myself 
that would <laughs> just kidding not a bodybuilder <laughs> so options include but are not limited to vegan vegetarian pescatarian keto which is very popular paleo which is very popular bulletproof which i'm not familiar with are you familiar with the bulletproof dieting no i've <laughs> never heard of it me neither but chef erica nicole day she does uh and uh, gluten soy dairy nut shellfish sesame uh free so she does it all so she covers the initial uh what it does is like when you reach out to her and you can go to her website erica nicole day.com erica nicole day.com uh and you, you look at the the plans that she offers covers the initial evaluation menu planning grocery lists, emails with advice and encouragement, potential food production for clients in the Atlanta metro area. Uh, So she covers it all. She's educated and experienced in over 100 dietary theories in addition to allergies and sensitivities. So if you are looking for this and you've always asked yourself, how do I get this? How do I get a private chef that's affordable for what I'm trying to accomplish Chef Erica Nicole Day is the answer. Erica Nicole Day dot com. Uh, taking up too much. God, we're just oh, okay. So over the weekend, we had made uh, plans because I, I couldn't play tennis over the weekend because my my planner's foot still bothered me. So we uh, we're like Friday night. We're going to go up to Harris in Murphy, North Carolina. We love going up there. It's by our cabin, Paradise City, City dot com. Pop. And so and then the next day, we we're going to stop by our cabin and get some stuff done before our guests checked in and blah, blah, blah. So I meant to earlier in the week, um, like when I go gambling, gamblers will understand this, I think. I, I take I, I have to go to the bank, withdraw a certain amount of money and then ask for a raise a higher withdrawal amount on my debit card just in case I really suck. Right. And I need money because there's nothing worse than not being able to get money out of your account at a casino. And then you're on the phone with the bank and it's, it's you, you feel really dirty. I've, I've done it before at every casino you can imagine. And every time I felt dirty, and Bank of America is not very good like that. I mean, their customer service blows dicks, bags and bags of dicks. So, so, uh, so are you, are you, I meant to stop by like earlier in the week and get the money. And you definitely don't want to withdraw on the same day because then you've used an ATM withdrawal, right? So you get up to a certain amount and you're like, fucked. So anyway, so I forgot. And then Friday we're leaving. I was like, until Rach, as we're driving up, I go, hey, I got to stop by the bank. She goes, oh, I thought you thought you went yesterday. I was like, no, I didn't go yesterday. So stop by the bank on our way up there. So it's like uh, 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. And I walk in and there's nobody in there. I mean, there's like a couple employees, but there's no, like, there's no customers. It was just kind of weird. It just felt weird. And this weird fucking dude, like just scraggly dude, you know, a guy... You guy looks like he jerks off to the view. Just weird <laughs> fucking 70s brown pinstripe nerdy motherfucker just walks up to me. Just I, I didn't like him. Just weird as fuck. And he goes, can I? And he's shaking too. Like Dan. Like, can I help you? And I was like, fucking relax, dude. You know, it's, don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, I just need to get some money. Oh, we can't do that right now. What do you mean you can't do that right now? Oh, our systems, there's an outage. We don't know when it's going to come back. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? (laughs) 
I'm like, what do you mean there's an outage? So Bank of America had this big outage on Friday for like six hours and no news uh, network covered it. CNN, Fox, MSNBC, CNBC, you name it. None of these motherfuckers covered it. Why? I want to know why. And I'm like, so I can't raise my limit and I can't get money out of my bank. He's like, the only thing you can do is deposit money. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I want to do right now is give you more money. So I'm pissed. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I get in the car and I'm a big symbolism guy. And I'm going, Rach, I know we have plans. I know we booked the room, but this is a sign. We should not go to Harris. I'm just telling you, like the every the stars have to align every time like good things you know like you a what if moment like i was going to do this but instead i did this and something good came out of it go gamble buy a lottery ticket whatever right i believe in that shit yeah this was a black cloud sign right don't fucking go to harris right you it's turn around stop come back yes correct right yeah (laughs) well we went anyway of course and uh we get there and it's 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 fine you know i like carers a lot um uh, it sucks with the masks but they got you got to do what you got to do they don't allow smoking in there which you know i don't mind i'm not a smoker but i like the smell of cigarette smokes when i'm at smoke when i'm at a casino it's kind of weird and uh you know you still drink and you pull your mask down you put it back up and it's just there's not as much talking at the table which is part of the fun you know i gamble for you know, I, I always say I'll leave a, a table for two reasons. One or two rules to gamble. One, don't gamble with money you can't lose. And two, if you're not having fun, walk away. So with the masks on, it's it's kind of fun. But anyway, so we start out, we start gambling about like two o'clock in the afternoon. And within four hours, I'm up fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm on a run. Well, that's a problem. That's like the kiss of death when you're up early. You I'd rather be down early and play catch up late. Because by the time you get caught up, because you're only going to go on one, maybe two heaters. That's it. Playing Mississippi stud. That's what I'm playing. You're only going to go on one, if you're lucky, one, and then possibly two. But that's far and few between that you go on two heaters. It's a weird game. It's like a huge roller coaster with more dips than ups. And it's a grinding game where you have to sit there for a very long time you know, so I'm up $1,500 and I'm starving. And I was like, you know, we got all this time to kill. You know, we were drinking and I don't normally do this. Normally I'll have Rach order me food in the food court. They'll save my seat for 20 minutes. I'll go eat quickly and then go back. But I was like, you know what? I, I, I need a break. I just wanted a break. Let's go sit down at the restaurant and have dinner and then go back and enjoy ourselves. And we did that <laughs> fucking kiss of death, man. I go back, uh, not only did I lose my $1,500, I think I lost an extra couple hundred on top of that. Uh, I know. And it was like, you know, and then I, and then I, I called the night early at like 1030. Usually we gamble to like two o'clock in the morning, but I was just like, I'm done. Um, I don't want to spend any more money. I'm tired. Let's go up to the room and make sweet, passionate love and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so we go up to the room and the whole time I'm just thinking fucking bank of America, man fucking outage i swear to god these fucking outages man it's like a sign the facebook outage this week you know yeah you got uh facebook uh instagram and what's the other thing it's down whatsapp whatsapp 
WhatsApp. Yeah, that's uh, that's an issue here because most people use WhatsApp here to communicate. Um, and the the apartment that we're renting, the guy, we were going to see him today because we were going to sign it today, actually. And we got there and like, oh, you know, something came up and the owner couldn't make it. But he couldn't tell me because everybody uses WhatsApp and he, he couldn't message me. So literally had no way to tell me. So we just walked there for kind of for no reason. But, yeah, it's down everywhere. Isn't that crazy? And then you keep checking your phone. You know, I don't think anybody's going to admit that they're addicted to Facebook, but I do think most people are ritualistically addicted to fa- the Facebook app. Mm-hmm. If you're just sitting there bullshitting on your phone, it's probably at least the top three or five. You know, you check your email, you might check this, you might check that, but it's it's you're just always going. I've checked it probably 20 times on Monday. You know, even though I knew the damn thing was still out. It was just a habit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. Because I always check, like, Instagram, Facebook, just to see if I have a notification. There's a message I need to respond to. And uh, and 10 seconds later, I forget about it, and I open it up again. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's still out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, the black cloud was the fucking Bank of America outage, which then turned into a... Somebody telling me not to go and gamble, which I did anyway. And it wasn't a bad beating. You know, I mean, I could have lost a lot more. Let's put it this way. I came back with money, a lot of good amount of money in my wallet. Rage got her ass kicked. But I tell her every time, stop playing the fucking slot machines. She's she's like a crackhead. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, she, you know, the Sal wins a lot doing that, too, doesn't she? I mean, every so every so often. Actually, you know what? Yeah. The last. OK, so the last two times before this trip, she went up on her own. She was showing houses up there and she just stopped in and she had like some free play. She walked away with like $700 one day and like $600 another day. So, yeah, I guess she, she won. But, oh, wow. she, yeah, she, she lost all of her money quickly on Friday night. And she was she tapped, you know. She's under the cloud with you. That's it. That's the fucking, that's, that's the shit of this podcast is that, like, if you, it's the opposite of the Midas touch, right? It's yeah. if you're around me and something shitty happens, like a, whatever black cloud moment I have, you are now under this fuck you umbrella, which just destroys your butthole i mean it just just gets up in there and and just claws its way around and you're fucked and it sucks and there's no way out of it i at least haven't figured it out yet hence that's why there are now as of this episode 36 black cloud moments that i've shared with you (laughs) all right uh i got shit to do uh good talk i'm glad things are going well for you in mexico give your wife and tiger my love i will and when you get a cell phone feel free to call uh, whatever that might be do you have a date on the cell phone thing um i think my verizon one should be up in like a week week and a half so probably probably next week what's a normal day for you uh we get up we go run um then we usually well it kind of depends like when we're looking for apartments we just we've been we found a bunch of them and then we walked walked around, kind of walked the neighborhoods and see, you know, what's around in the area. And then we come back. We usually take a shower again because it's hot as hell here. And uh, and then I do a little bit of computer work and then we try to and try to find a place to eat and then kind of repeat. Are you getting a lot of jobs, uh, website jobs? Yeah, yeah. I got I got probably you know a handful. I got a handful of different um, websites going on right now. Wow. See, we have to support Nate in Mexico. So if you want to sponsor Bailey's Black Cloud podcast, like all of our great sponsors that we already have, Dr. David Markwell, uh, Chef Erica Nicole, 
Property Solutions Group, Top Hat Tent, uh, all based in Atlanta, except Dr. David Markle, based in Atlanta, but still can help you out wherever. As uh, one truck driver who listens to the podcast, he called him up. I don't know what his problem was, but he got some help from uh, the best in the business, in my opinion. But you'd be an advertiser on the podcast, and you could fund uh, Nate's Life in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, the truck driver actually reached out to me. So, hey, I heard you guys talk about me on the podcast. I was like, oh yeah, we did. So cool. Where does he live? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember honestly. I think he actually. I think he lives in Atlanta, but he's a truck driver, so he's he's never in Atlanta. He's like you know, always on the road. That's pretty neat. That makes me feel yeah. like kind of warm and fuzzy inside that my man's driving his truck around the country and he takes the time to subscribe to the podcast and then he listens to us. In the middle of the night. Now, he's probably doing like that shit from over the top of Sylvester Stallone. He's probably working out as he's driving. Yeah. You know, he's got the, the cables in the back and he's doing the yeah. thing. <laughs> and he's listening to us. <laughs> Two dumb assholes fucking talking about nothing. <laughs> but anyway, reach out to us if you want to sponsor us. Continue to leave the nice reviews. I haven't looked at, uh, really, it's just iTunes, I think, that, that do the reviews. Like, I haven't looked in a while, but... Um, they all seem very nice and very positive, which is much appreciated. Thank you. you know. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. All right, dude. Well, until next time, um, Nate, oh, uh, hasta la vista, baby. Yep. Yeah, or you can say uh, hasta luego, which means I will see you later. Hasta luego to you and everybody else listening. Uh, until next week. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now. There's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.